name is John Machado, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. And we are joined by our good buddy, Bentley Meadows. Hi, Bentley. Hello. How's Florida? Well, in my area, it is absolutely beautiful. So did they just missed you completely, huh? Yeah, I got some uh, of the wind. A little, you know, not a lot by any means. And, uh, uh, you know, my pool, I needed water before it started. So I thought I'd get enough rain. And I didn't. I had to put water in after the hurricane. I was calling it a slowly came to some of my people. So it pushed water out? The winds push water out of the pool? No, no. No, there was hardly any wind around here. I mean, it might have got like... Really? 35, 40 mile an hour gust occasionally. I mean, I know Florida is a tall state. Uh, but shit, it made it sound like... Excuse me, I'm going to be... Terrible. But, um... Yeah, it made it look like it was like covering the whole damn state. Uh, yeah, the um, the radar that you would see on TV or whatnot, like the radar I had or have and have had for years, was different. They put that big red thing all through that. Yeah. Like, there was like no lightning or anything around here. Get out of town. <clears throat> and... Um, it's gone, but I was though, also right? a three-hour ride or drive to the epicenter, you know, where that came in. Right. So that's a oh, that's a ways down. Like, I'm up around the Clearwater, Tampa area. Gotcha. And it was making a beeline here. You know, I yeah. was all into uh, sandbags for a moment, but then was like, oh, well. This is moving. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, do you know? Have do you know anybody it, near or around the path? I know of people in Naples, and their electric was off, but and it's some de- debris, and they were. Aren't they saying some people died from it? Yeah, I saw a thing. Like at least ninety-eight people were dead, but that one Jeez. sheriff was calling you. Oh, there's hundreds of people dead. At did one point, the Lee County Sheriff. Yeah, did it turn out? True? Well, yeah, it turned out to be not hundreds. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I have not been paying attention to it. I know that might sound a little callous, but it's like it's a hurricane. Well, it's a big hurricane. Okay. Big hurricane, you know. It's like you're always gonna deal with some shit, man. You know, almost well, at least anywhere in the states. You know, if you're up here, we're gonna have obnoxiously crazy winters at times, and uh, you know, fucking people losing their electricity, fucking dying, and all sorts of shit. And anywhere you can get a tornado. Yeah, 
Well, you got Tornado Valley down there where I used to live. You know, I mean, it's. I, I'm not saying it's not scary. Shit, scary as fuck. Um, earthquakes out in Cali. Oh, no thanks, man. Yeah, Sweet. some of that. I, I mean, was, uh, I thought about booking it for a moment. Could you imagine getting hit by a snake in a tornado, and it bite and it bit you? How fucking bad your day would be. Oh, I'd freak. I don't like snakes anyway. I know. Oh my gosh. I wonder how many how many of them tree gators got picked up and thrown around. You know. Ugh. I'm just thinking of like the worst situations, and that would be pretty bad. That would yeah. be terrible because there, we got a lot of snakes down there in Tennessee and all that. How fucking terrible it would be. I mean, it'd be it sucked to get hit by anything. It, it sucks to be in a tornado, but to be hit by a fucking snake that bites you—it's already pissed off because it's flying through the air, you know. <laughs> oh man, that would tear. That would just ruin my whole day. <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> well, I would. Um... <clears throat> I would most likely not be standing anywhere where a snake was going to fly into me. I mean, they're not the biggest things. What if it flings that fucker through a window? Well. Yeah. Then they don't have to deal with me. Yeah, well. All I've seen around here are black racers. Gross. All of them. Every last one of them. I wish wish they'd all die. Be gone. Yeah, I'm not fine. I know that they're going to, they eat bugs is what I hear. I'm like, that's, you know what? I'll take the bugs. I say that and fucking, um, Georgia's got terrible, terrible gnats. They are so bad. And yet I'd still take those gnats. They're just an annoyance, but I'd take those over a snake any day. I haven't seen snake. I don't think I saw a snake all summer. Little oh, bastard. Yeah. You know? course i'm up here in michigan i mean we got them up here Whoa. thinking too much about that so anywho uh there's all sorts of stuff that we can talk about i made the mistake of playing this video you know how sometimes when you like see something that you know you're not gonna like <laughs> and you click on it anyway right that's what happened so i got on m4s I, I have not prepped for this show one bit. But in an attempt to try to prep for it one little bit, I went on InfoWars. And, um, I mean, this has been said. We talked about that one law. Where was it? Illinois. Right? Um, let me preface it by saying everything that's bad, everything in politics that's that's bad, this is on purpose. This is 100% on purpose. There is no way that you can walk away from this shit going, you know what? I bet that was just all coincidentally terrible politicians making terrible, terrible decisions. No. When you have that bill that I can't remember what it was called over there in Illinois, where it basically eases up on criminals. When you have... um, Oh, the bail... Yeah, 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 that one. When you have places like 
um, New York that's making that's softer on crime. Uh, major cities that are all becoming softer on crime because that's the new Democrat thing. I don't know why they think that this would like help them. I, but see, this is the point. It doesn't help them in the polls, right? The people that actually go out and vote, gangsters don't vote. But the people that go out and vote, <clears throat> but gangsters uh, show up to court. Some. I mean, they all have court cases. That's, that's why they always get like low bail. Is because they've always gone to court. That's why they get low bail. Yeah. I think we need prison reform. I think we need to throw a whole bunch more terrible people in there. Well, I've got uh, a mixed bag on it. I can see it from both ways. Now, you know, you're innocent until proven guilty. And a lot of times people associate bail with guilty. And I've known people who couldn't get bail and uh, or they set it so high that you know they couldn't afford it but because these people that i know normally will say you know like you you get arrested for something crazy right or it could just be any random joe who normally doesn't go get arrested so that person doesn't have a history of showing up for court at any time, you know, like, does that make sense? I think so, so. You could, you don't have a history, so they might set your bail up really high, right? And because a lot of people also associate bail with, you know, the crime, and we forget right. that a lot of time that you are innocent until proven guilty, and a lot of people I know are guilty. And they need to prove themselves guilt or innocent. I mean, they're not guilty, but they're looked at as guilty. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't meaning it like. I don't but, know. But those people. Not that I think it. Are. But... Yeah, that real low bail on crazy ass. And. You know, I understand. Oh, oh, all, yeah, Shannon it's just Brandt. like. Because police could actually. If they arrest you wrongly somehow and get in a position where you need bail, they could. Yeah, it's a real weird law. And I'm like, what the hell is going yeah, on? Yeah, well, with I that? mean, obviously, like that stuff I want fixed. I want, I don't want, uh, I mean, I've talked about it before of like change the law, right? It's not about, it's, I mean, you got, you have good police, bad police. Hopefully the majority of them are good, but you change the laws, right? So um, in order to make things better, prison reform, I want, I want the people who are supposed to be in prison to be in prison. What I mean by that is like murderers, rapists, child molesters, you know, shit like that. I talked about it before when it comes to drugs. I think all drugs should be legalized. I, I hate the, I, I hate decriminalization. It's stupid. It's like either make it legal or make it illegal. One of the two. Somebody wants to ruin their own life. Who is the government to step in and stop? Amen, Uh, brother. It's so retarded. The government, the government, um, the establishment wants to make uh, assisted suicide legal, but they want to stop you from doing a drug that that you want to do. It just doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever. The, yeah. Also, the establishment wants to be in charge of the death penalty. 
But they want to prevent you from taking a drug? Okay. Yeah, it's about being an adult. Me, I've always said, you know, those people should be able to do whatever they want if they're an adult. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you want to do heroin? Do heroin. It's none yeah. of my business. You know, you can't do it responsibly? Well, okay. Well, most people can't. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you make stipulations like uh, laws around drinking. I'm fine with the laws around drinking. Can't operate heavy machinery, including a vehicle. I'm good with that, with drugs. Even weed. I don't give a shit. I'm fine with that. You know, it's... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm like, I don't want my airplane pilot on anything. Tired shit, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> or my cab driver right now have i driven high yes is that a hip a hypocritical thing of mine yeah mate well, but I, see what i'm it. promoting right i'm promoting not doing it see how yeah. that works i'd have owned it if i'd have got caught oh yeah sir you're high as shit what'd you say <laughs> Please step out of the car. I'm in a car? <laughs> that would be too high, dude. I, I do not get I mean, maybe from time to time I've gotten that high. Anyway, um, so no. So all of – I wanted to preface what I'm about to talk about with all, with all of the bad shit that's going on in our country right now. Um, this is on purpose. Maybe a few things might be coincidental, organic, whatever, maybe. But all this much bad shit going on right now is absolutely on purpose. And it is not Putin, okay? Just like Putin didn't blow up his own fucking oil line, all right? That did not happen. That doesn't make a lick of sense in the least. And all of my listeners, all of the audience uh, are good detectives. That's why they've stuck with me for so long, because they understand I tell the truth. So, prefacing with, with all of that, I went on to this article that says, Shock videos, criminals terrorizing Philadelphia. Man, this fucking video. It's not the first one. It's not the second. It's not the third. It is the fourth video down from Jack Posobiec breaking Pennsylvania mother and daughter Get carjacked at gunpoint. This is what politicians like Josh Shapiro have done to our state. This is the most sickening shit. Watching this little fucking faggot gangster run up on this mother and daughter trying to get into the car. This It looks like either early morning or like dusk. And uh, this little fucking cunt runs up with his, his uh, bandana around his dumb fucking stupid face, just fucking pointing this gun at these two poor ladies, man. The amount of fear that must have ran through her system. And he runs up, he looks like he's going to shoot. Like the sense of doom that this poor woman must have faced. And it makes me want to torture this motherfucker. It makes me want to hurt him. So far. I want to cut fingers off and shit like that to him. You know what I mean? Like, I want to hurt. I want to hurt him so fucking bad. And I, in this, I, I think it just goes back to the earliest that I can remember. I hate gangsters. I hate them. 
I have no respect for them. I fucking hate. I even hate when I hear Nate Diaz say that he's a gangster. I fucking hate hearing. I don't give a shit if it's the mob. I don't care if it's the Irish mob. I don't give a fuck what gang it is. I don't give a shit if it's fucking bikers. I hate these fucking gangs. I hate them so fully. I think very little of them. I think that they are pussies. I think at the very basic level, especially with gangs like Crips and Bloods and what have you, these gangs preyed on children without a father in their home, without a father in the home. And they project or they promote the most degenerate animalistic lifestyles and it turns these these little kids into little terrorists who run around and this little motherfucker could have cared less about pulling the trigger on these two women i think he had the thought of like oh i might get caught and go to jail you know go to prison but odds are i mean if he's sticking a gun in somebody's face in a fucking nice neighborhood you know, odds are he's either been to prison or he's going to end up in prison at some point or another. He's probably going to end up killing somebody at one point. Probably just hasn't killed him then, which might be why he didn't pull the trigger. But, oh, and it, it makes me, it like, really, when you see something and it makes your fucking blood boil, that this is a video that will do that to me. See this type of fucking evil in this world. It just makes me want to bring more evil to them. You know, I want to I want to fucking do some terrible things to this little bastard. So anyway, on a positive note, I got that out of my system. (laughs) 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 Going medieval right now, man. (laughs) Okay, that's dark enough. Um, Yeah, I wouldn't I would. uh... I probably told you the story about I went toe to toe with a gang down here in uh, Florida and West Palm. Yeah, told it wasn't a I gang thought... like that though, was it? It wasn't the Bloods and Crips. No, it was a uh, make believe. Uh, yeah, I was. It was I the... lived in an uppity neighborhood. Yeah, I think it was the kids in that uppity neighborhood. It was a startup. It was a startup gang yeah it was uh, like uh they're getting the all of them out. was white and then the occasional looked like a mixed latino so i remember the mixed oh, yeah. latino that had the uh mohawk and he's the one that i actually uh put my exclamation mark on one night and that was the end of that yeah, with that that club <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah, yeah i'm with you you know it was uh you know, you people. I guess they they join that kind of stuff. I don't know. I I grew up in a neighborhood where everybody had a dad, yeah. had a mom. Everybody yeah. went to work, or the mom stayed home, or had a part time job at the bank. You know. Yeah. So that was something. I always I remember sitting as a kid, and we're all sitting at home. We're Everybody's on the couch. We're in the TV room watching, I don't know, Happy Days. And it it dawned on me that, you know, like some kids up in New York City, they weren't doing what I was doing like right now. 
I knew that there were kids, you know, and as bad as I may have thought my mom and dad were, were, you know, giants compared to those kids' parents. Yeah. And, you know, and I was like, wow, you know, there's kids that aren't sitting, you know, on with my back to the couch on by my mom's legs watching, I don't know, Little House on the Prairie. I don't know. I can't remember. But I remember having an epiphany that, you know, I got it pretty good. And everybody in my neighborhood's got it good. Yeah. Oh, man. And you know what's even worse is that this, this little bastard that did this, so motherfucker, um, BLM would uh, would come and fucking walk in the streets if this little shit were to have the cops run up on them, pull out that gun and get shot up. You know, fucking BLM would be out there fucking saying it was an unjustified shooter, some stupid shit, and talk about racism. You know. Yeah, and they're not allowed to have guns in Philly. Yeah, so so there's another thing, you know, these fucking unconstitutional laws. I cannot. You know, had there have been people with guns, yeah, they could have solved that real quick. Fuck yeah. And I think you know, you pointing a gun at somebody else. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> Well, I mean, like somebody, I would. I don't know about these women pulling them. I mean, I would much rather have them have the opportunity to pull out a gun, but he already had it drawn on him. You know, yeah, I'm talking about the, the random. Like, if yeah. I was around and had a gun, I wouldn't hesitate to, you know, I was good with sucker punching someone like that, but not with a gun, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if well, I had a gun, I would do yeah. the equivalent of a sucker punch and stand, you know, I'd flank him and shoot him from the side. He wouldn't even see me. Yeah. I mean, he pointed at oh, some woman. I shoot him in the head. But there should be people like that around, and that shit wouldn't happen. True. Um, but, you know what, I will say this, too, and I just saw a, a short today. Some, uh, what was on? I think it was on Gab. Um, maybe it wasn't a short, but it was a video of this uh, rather voluptuous woman who was talking about um, rap, gangster rap being the... Um, how terrible it is. And I've, I've talked about that before too. Uh, and it really is gangster rap. There is an intention behind promoting that shit. Um, the black community is targeted has been for a long time. Um, by whoever you want to say they are, whether it be the uh, entertainment industry or the, the, you know, whatever group in Hollywood, uh, some would claim that they're the Jews or the small hats or whatever you want to call them. Um, there is a group out there. I mean, I believe that it's the Illuminati um, and that envelops quite a few different people, but uh, they've had a, they've had the uh, black community in their crosshairs for quite some time. They want to, they won't, obviously they want to take away the family. They want to take away the fathers. They don't want them to be strong mentally in that capacity. Um, they want to make them, they want to make the youth out to be, um, animalistic. And here's that plan coming into fruition in this, in this video. I mean, this ain't the only one. I mean, this is just Philly, you know, this is every major city, um, and plenty of small cities, you know, uh, luckily we don't, I, I haven't necessarily seen it in, um, the city I live in. 
um, or really maybe the surrounding cities. There's been a little bit. I mean, I, I've as much as I don't like that I have it, I have the Ring doorbell that Brain got me. And uh, that app, dude, is fucking scary. It's almost like, you know how people back in the day used to fucking look up all the sex offenders and like get shocked because there was one living right next door or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah. Behind um, you. Yeah. That's what this <laughs> ring is, man. It's like all of a sudden I'll get fucking notifications of somebody, you know, a mile or so down the road. Of course, here in Michigan, where uh, in the metro area, you drive five minutes and, and you've already went through three different cities, you know, so or at least there's a possibility that. So, you know, a mile or two down the road, there's some fucking, you know, some guy trying to break into your shit. I had a motherfucker that uh, I was I didn't lock my car and I had a great big old pile of change in my car. And one morning I walk out and I'm like, oh, shit, there's some pennies in the ground. Cool. I can get some pennies. <laughs> and then I walk around the car and there's a whole fucking pile of it underneath the door. I'm like, the f-? and then instantly I knew somebody got in my shit. Sure enough, got a whole bunch of that change, you know. I'm like, you fucker, enjoy Coinstar, dickhead. Um, well, you know, that is my um, just so you know, and I've passed this along over the years. I've always had a um cup of change in my house or my bedroom, for uh, and in my car, I have a nice cup with change in it with like a dollar bill sitting there too with it and my intentions is when they walk in most thieves don't want to go they want to grab something and go and be gone right now yeah. so i'm like here i encourage you take this yeah take this jar so i don't money. have to fucking yeah i don't have to sort through it <laughs> and then when i was in orlando and i remember the guy i was with was an early roommate of mine and I told him, you know, this change, and he he came in one day and was like, he threw some money in there, and I was like, whoa, man, that's for the stupid that's thief the that walks thief. in yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> that's no, no. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah. And so, so fast <laughs> forward like twenty some years, right? And I'm working, and somebody sees someone get into my car and they take off, and we actually chase this person down. It was end up being this woman that was about i don't know half retarded i'm not sure but she had my little jar of yeah, like it fucking worked <laughs> told you and she's like i'm sorry i'm sorry my buddy was standing there with me right and uh i was like all right you, you know you can have it go ahead go you're all yeah. right and she's like thank you you know and i was like see babe i was like and there was so much stuff sitting in my front seat I got tools, I got Bluetooth, yep. I got, you know, stuff. <laughs> there you go, listeners. Little little uh, advice for you. That might help you out at some point. Yeah, and another um, advice is also, uh, carry, put a little Bible, throw it in your windshield. What's that for? That, most cops will leave you alone at least they used to i don't know if they believe in god and that kind of thing there you know there's certain things to distract until you get an atheist one that hates christians <laughs> well you know you, you'll run into that but then you know what you got god that's right um no what something that will absolutely work is uh getting uh what is it moab 
Moab? Is it Moab? Moab. I it, it just look up um police I used to live in Moab. Police? No, 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 no. It's a it's a what what do they call that anagram? Uh Mo- look up police. Bombs. Police Is that what that is? Son of a bitch. All right. Then that's not what it is. Whatever. It's the one for police. There's a police bumper sticker. And then, like, the union or whatever, Brotherhood of Police Officers. Oh, uh, the FOP. That sticker, and then get one that's the fire department. And put both of them back there. And police will tend not to pull you over with that. It's not to say it's a fucking, you know, act like a jackass. Get out of jail free card or some shit. But they tend to do that. Also, be prepared so that when the cop walks up to you and they say, what department are you with? Have an answer for them, because then they will definitely that that works a lot. I when I was a firefighter, I definitely got out of one ticket for sure. Asked me what department I worked for, I told him, and he was like, "I didn't look me up, didn't take my car, my driver's license." He just said, "All right, get out of here, slow down, right. <laughs> slow and down, dipshit." Two hands on your steering wheel until they come up. Yeah, put your seatbelt on, dumbass. Yeah. Well, unless you've uh, don't don't put it on while they're sitting there behind you. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I ain't ne- I have never ever put my both hands on the steering wheel ever. I've I've usually I'm I move slow. I try to have my license and registration ready to go. That's more important. Like for anybody that that's listening, person, black person, whatever it may be, do not listen to whatever fools tell you to put your fucking hands on the steering wheel and act like you're a fucking criminal or some shit. Have your license and registration ready to go. That is the most important step in getting pulled over. License and registration. Have that ready. Don't fucking, if, especially if you were speeding or some shit, have that ready to go. Yep. Cop will treat you with the, usually a hell of a lot better than any other dumbass shit that you're doing. Especially nowadays. Holy shit. Could you imagine being a cop walking up on somebody and they already look like they're expecting to be in trouble or some shit? That's just it you get now you gotta de escalate the situation. You know? It's just fucking stupid. Don't listen to T V and 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 uh the media and shit. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They're there's probably on purpose they tell people to do that stupid shit. So it starts off on the wrong foot. Um, no, so that piece of shit did break into my car, but I ended up telling my neighbor, I was like, <laughs> this is my neighbor that has a Black Lives Matter flag in front of his house now. Oh, but I was like, dude, this motherfucker does. I was like, these assholes, if there's more of this that's going on, and it was going on for a minute. We even had the cops I had to kind of drive through and shit. I was like, dude, I got guns. I will fucking kill somebody. And he was, I didn't realize he was a liberal. He was like, oh, no, you can't do that. I go, <laughs> I go, listen, neighbor. I called him by his name, but just so I, listen, neighbor. Somebody breaks into my house, I will shoot them through the fucking head. I said that right too. It was just like, oh, <laughs> fucking his demeanor went to shit. He was like, oh, okay. You know, like, yeah, like I'm scared to death at that point when someone has broke into my house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's fuck, dude. I got guns and I'll be scared of that shit. But at the same point, I got two kids and a wife. Given I got my dog that I'm going to push in front of me. <laughs> you take the bullet first. Um, 
But it's still a scary situation. I mean, oh man, watching this fucking video. This video, I'm not going to be, I'll be able to sleep tonight, but it's going to pass through my head before I go to sleep again. I like the fucking fright these, these poor people had to fucking experience, man. It's some little punk and ass. That's but, been happening for years. Yeah, but it's happening more now. You know, it, it, no. like I said, the fucking, no. it's, go ahead. No, I was going, I wouldn't argue that. <laughs> that is, yeah. you know. I'm like, no, well, no, it's only happening once, and you just saw the yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's like, you know, you when you say Illinois, whenever I hear that, first of all, I want to say Illinois. And I know. Second of all, I'm just saying you're talking about Chicago. <laughs> right. No, I mean, it's. Because that's all Illinois is to me, is Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. I see that. Um. Now it's the whole damn state, you know. Oh, I know, but I'm going to assume the rest of Illinois has brains. Yeah, like well, if you're not in Chicago and you're like you know up northwest somewhere, or anywhere but around Chicago. Yeah, I'd I'd like to believe that, but somehow, some way, these politicians got voted in that passed that damn law, you know. Yeah, but all those people were in, you know, the big populations right there in Chicago. Yeah, that's a big part of it. So, um, uh, surely there's some Republican. Oh yeah, counts. for sure, somewhere in there. Counties. Yeah. It's just, well, I remember I heard one cop, one sheriff from somewhere was like, "Man, this is stupid." <laughs> you know. Yeah. I'm, well, it was a sheriff that yeah gave that off. You know, told everybody about it. Yeah, that's how and, I uh, found out about it. I think I saw the headlines and was like, huh. I figured I'd read it and that's not what would it would would be. But yeah. Right. <laughs> wow. And it is. Definitely fucking is. And now, you know, people are gonna suffer for it, man. Unnecessarily. I mean, you got over there in Philly. <sighs> um you know, this shit's, it's just, and this, it looks like it was a pretty affluent neighborhood where this little bastard ran up on. I got a neat, a nephew, cousin, a second cousin, sorry. Jeez, I went through the whole Rolodex on that one. I got a, a second cousin who, um, he ended up breaking into somebody's house. Uh, and, and the guy caught him. His friends all left because that's what, cowards do that's what you know there's no honor among thieves so his friends all booked it to try to get out of there and left him behind and sure enough this guy caught hold of him and i think by the time if i remember the story correctly by the time the cops got there this dude had a fucking gun at in his head had him scruffed up by the back of his neck and a gun to his head right and he and he had every right to like this is my own yeah. flesh and blood and i'm saying if he would have shot him, I would have completely understood. You know, my dumbass second cousin, who were, we, you know, we were a pretty tight-knit family there for a minute. This isn't on my mom's side. It's on my dad's side. Um, and I, and I, I, dude, I babysat this kid. You know, I love him. I do. But you break into somebody else's house, dude, you just forfeited your whole life. You just put somebody else's life in danger. Now, given, he may not have had a weapon, my cousin, but. 
That doesn't matter. This fucking guy doesn't know it. He could have came around the corner and pulled that trigger and you're dead. And what, am I going to be mad at him for the fucking you breaking into his own personal living place? Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a big violation. That's a massive violation. I mean, <laughs> you know, that's, that's a big one. That's You deserve you know. to have your rights taken away from you at the fucking very least. You, you deserve to be in prison, not this fucking bullshit, oh, you know, juvie and this, that. Because he was young. I think he was like 16 or 17 at this time. And that was out in Ipsy. Ipsy's not a big town or a big city. You know, if it's I didn't city, shoot him, but... I'd be like, dude, if you make me clean up fucking brains <laughs> off my walls, <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to hunt your parents down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're going to come over here and clean it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I lived, dude, that's, there's an, another thing. I lived in the fucking ghetto of Ipsy. Um, Ipsy's got a nice spot and it's called Depot Town, but I lived in the fucking ghetto there and it's got a couple of, now it's got a lot of, a lot of nice areas around there. But, uh, at the time that I lived there, I lived on, uh, fuck was this? It's right next to, it's just West of Prospect. What was the name of that street? South, South, not South Polk. It'll come to me later. But anyway, um, Pokeberry. My apartment, I mean, my apartment was so, it was 900 square feet. I was paying like four something a month, which was really good at the time. And uh, I had hot or the heat and water were included, trash included, all that fun stuff. It was, uh, if that apartment would have been in Ann Arbor, that fucker would have been probably $2,000 a month. Easy. So anyway, this apartment complex didn't have a name. There was no fucking sign. It was a brick it was a white brick wall or painted brick wall. And there had been somebody who had been assassinated uh, about 100 feet from where I laid my head down to sleep uh, one night. And then the next night or next weekend, there was a guy that was, again, assassinated. And what I mean by that is on his knees, shot in the back of the head. And then um, execution tile, I guess is what I should say. And then it happened again. A few nights later, right down the road, gangsters. Yikes. Yeah, all gang shit, all gang activity. So, you know, <laughs> I lived in that area. I know what it's about. I hate it. I absolutely hated it. I made sure when I moved in that everybody saw my guns. <laughs> sure did, dude. I didn't give a fuck. I was walking in, take my shotgun out of the fucking, out of the case. Look at it, make sure it was clean. <laughs> in front Open of it up, joke Yeah. Clean yep. Let one off. Oops. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah there you got go. a real, <laughs> real tender trigger. Here <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a blank. Yeah. Man, this, uh, this part is taking up a lot of this episode. So, anyway, um, there was something kind of interesting that, uh, Let's see what your take is on it. Okay. Um, I guess you could title this segment of the episode Racists Losing Their Businesses, Companies, and Teams. Um, the L.A. Clippers owner, Donald Sterling, was banned from the NBA for racist remarks. That was the claim, right? Racist remarks. This was in 2014. So that happened. Recently, there was uh, the Phoenix Suns owner, Robert Sarver. 
Robert Server, Robert Sarver. Um, he's also part owner or owner of the Phoenix Mercury. So the Phoenix Suns, which is a basketball team, and then the WNBA team, the Phoenix Mercury. Um, and he is basically being forced into selling both of the teams. Uh, I think it's because he was being pressured. Like I said, forced basically, uh, because get this, he used the word nigger when retelling the statements of others. That's it. So I just did what he did. And now he's forced to sell the team. Could he say <clears throat> jigaboo? I, dude, I almost feel like that would be worse. You know what I mean? That, like, saying jigaboo would be worse. But even if he said jigaboo, it doesn't matter what he put. Boot lip. I mean, whatever. can we come up with a uh, word that kind of means the same thing, but Yeah, but you don't have hate. to say, yeah. That has no hate, you know, associated <laughs> with it. You know, so. Yeah. And it's a, and it's not saying inward because we're not children, yeah. But see, then again, I would still feel like, all right, well, we only made this word up so that nobody has to hear that. I had the, a, the word nigger. How, which... how about how about Scott Perry? God bless his or God rest his soul. He came up with a niggerachi. As what in, is that? Know, like a liberachi, you know, like just a flagrant black guy. I guess I don't know. He's no. just a super black he guy. Was maybe he was flavoring up the word. Yeah. Um, he said, "What's up, my Negarachi?" <laughs> <laughs> um, I tried with my friends to call each other crackers. All my white friends, cracker. Try and get that going. Never, never took off. Never, never. took off. Doesn't have However, the same. Had a buddy know, come back from uh, Fort Polk, Louisiana, call me homie, and I was like, "Hey, dude." I don't know where, what the hell that is, but <laughs> don't call me that. Oh, no, everybody says that. And I'm like, well, dude, you know me. I'm not everybody. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't have, I'm not a homie. I don't know. I say it. It's funny because I had to tell my son this because he called me homie. <laughs> and I go, listen, dude. I said, when I say it, it's so ridiculous of a word that I say it. And it's, a, it's I, I mean for it to sound funny. I'm not actually calling somebody a fucking homie. I didn't say fucking, but right. you get the point that I was making. Um, as in, don't call your father a homie. <laughs> but you want your ass beat. I was probably uh, like, uh, what, like 19 at that time. Yeah. I was, probably thought it was like short for a homosexual or something. I don't know. <laughs> but I was like, no, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so this guy did exactly what I just did. I retold yeah. the situation. I used the word. He did that in talking about his, you know, the players for his teams, probably, you know, doing, uh, saying the word, because I don't know if anybody else knows this, black people use the word nigger, uh, some of them, almost every other word, and nobody says a fucking word about it, not a word. Chris Rock, who had the funniest bit about um, how black people hate black people as much as white white racists hate black people and, and he called and he did that thing which listen white people we know this or some of us know this i've had a couple of times where i've had people go listen there's a difference between black people and niggers <laughs> i heard that story not that story i've heard a couple of people say that shit to me 
Um, and that's basically what Chris Rock was saying. And I'm like, man, this is weird how this is coming out. But, um, I mean, it, it, he, so, and that is understood within the black community. There is that there. I mean, there's a whole nother like racism of, um, light skin versus black skin, you know, or dark skin, light skin versus black skin, light skin versus dark skin. There's a racism hierarchy there too. Um, which is weird. Uh, anywho, so this guy fucking all that's all he does, and now he has to sell his team. Um, it, they also say that he made many sex related comments in the workplace, commented on the appearance of female employees. Which, ladies, listen, you want to work in a man's world? Um, you're not immune to that shit either, because I'll tell you right now, uh, coming into work in construction. Uh, you don't think I heard some shit about my fucking appearance? Holy motherfucker. I got a somewhat big nose. You don't think I, I had fucking, I had the foreman talking shit <laughs> right to my fucking face about my nose and about my appearance. Fucking women. Oh, he said something about my breath. Well, it well, is endearing when, when they do that. What's that? When, you know, the boss man's talking shit about your nose. He's just yeah. letting you know you're, you know. You're yeah, part I mean, of the I, team. I get that there's a difference, but at the same point, it's like, ladies, you want to work in a man's world, like it, there's some shit that you're gonna have to take. Does it need to get like? Are we talking about simple little shit? Because more than likely, what he was saying was, you know, I today's standards. He was probably like, oh, hey, nice dress, Martha. You know, oh, you're looking pretty nice today, Martha, or some crazy shit. You know, not crazy shit, some normal shit. And they probably took it to the extreme. I mean, if they're going to fire him for using a word that he was using to retell a story with, and they're going to come after that, like, I'm going to take a little bit easier on him. I'm not going to assume the worst with these psychopaths. Um, but no, I mean, obviously, harassment, not great. And it takes other men within that vicinity to stand up and, and uh, defend her. But, you yeah. know, we've we, emasculated men so fucking much that none of them will do it. I would hire girls when I was a manager in a restaurant, right? I had to hire mm -hmm. girls. And, um, well, this was at that political correctness time when that kind of stuff was starting to be, you know. An issue. Yeah. But I had a good crew. And we had a bunch of adults, but that's what I would tell them when I would hire them was that, all right, now look, this is a, an adult environment. We say adult things to adult people and, you know, you need to be thick skinned. I was like, now there's a difference between being an adult and sexual harassment, you know? So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I'm like, and if that occurs, you let me know. And that will be the end of that. You know, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> but now, this is also at a time where here, here's an example. If you want to. <laughs> now, like I said, we had this, we had a real live gang in the kitchen. That was like part of their cover. I suppose the gang leader was our actual chef. Oh, Audie. Was he any good? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you nice. Know. And, uh, and they were on top of it, but they were real live gang members <laughs> slinging everything. 
but you know some of them were on parole or whatever and had to have a job so and this was just like he was like a little godfather he was like you know in between doing shit he was out back making deals or you know not exchanging money and things like that but sending his cronies out to do <laughs> whatever do some shit yeah and um we had this little cutie mary beth and uh when I got to be the manager, she's like, Hey, can you do me a favor? And I'm like, you name it. She's a sweetheart. I loved her. She's like, they always put me on section five and I always have to clean out the ice cream thing. I don't want to do that anymore. And I was like, you got it. You know, if that's all you want to keep you happy. You'll never right. be in section five again, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then you got to watch just cause you just called her baby. Well, I didn't say that, <laughs> I but I could it. have, but I um, get it. So, like two nights later, a couple of the brothers call me in the kitchen. They're like, Bentley Craig, who's this? Who's this in the cleaning ice? I'm like, I don't, you know, some dude. They're like, no, man, that's Mary Beth's section. And I was like, what? They're like, she gets in there. So, you know, and then I was like, oh, okay. So you got to bend over. She's a little short. So she would be hanging in that friggin' ice bin where we had ice cream. And her ass is like hanging up over. (laughs) (laughs) Over the top. So the brothers are like, man, you got to get her back to doing that. And I'm like, man, I told her, you know, she didn't have to do that ever again. All right. A couple minutes later, she walks in. Way to go, fun governor. Yeah. So we're sitting there, but we're also all adults. And I'm like, hey, Mary Beth, come here. (laughs) I found out why you've been doing the ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I tell her and, uh, she gets a big smile on her face. Yeah. And she's like, cool. She went back to cleaning out the ice bed, sticking her ass up in the air at night for him. (laughs) Man, it was a different time, wasn't it? Like fucking people could get along. Oh dude. I mean, that was, I, I, I worked, I know what you're talking about, because when I worked where I worked in Tennessee, um, did you ever hear my episode about the four flavors of gay? That that sounded <laughs> real real gay, how I just explained that. We well, could talk to each other like adults, all of the people at this restaurant that I worked in. We had women that would say some shit like, I will fist your ass if you don't get out of my way. Um <laughs> Yeah, to a man, to me. <laughs> um, we would have gays calling other gays fags and meaning it in a very negative way. Um, we would have the, some of the girls going, "I would fuck let or let him fuck me." This, that, and the other. I mean, it was, and everybody could hear it. You know, all it, it was just so. It, I mean, we were all adults about it. Nobody would get out of hand. You know. And if you did, somebody was saying something about yeah, it. They, they policed themselves. Yeah. You know, they yeah. would they would a blackball somebody in a heartbeat. Yep. If they needed to, all of them. You know, and I've had to no. give that speech to them. I'm like, no, nah, there ain't nothing you can do. And they're like, what? I was like, ain't nobody wants you here. I can't yeah. let you stay here. They are going to bitch at me until you're gone. You know, like, but I'll give you a recommendation anywhere else you want to go. You tell them to call me, I'll talk to them, I'll get you that job. <laughs> you gotta go. <laughs> and now, you know, these fucking pussies. 
You fucking you look at somebody the wrong way and it's like sexual harassment and they think words are violence. Yeah, yeah I'm like, man, I grew up in mosh pish and tequila. Uh, you're you're not the same as the meme goes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not white claw and safety room. What should we call this episode? How about we go a whole other thing? I was listening, saw this woman from the UN today. You want to talk about frightening. And she's talking about having to deal with Google. Oh, uh, yeah. And then she finishes it off with, uh, we own the science. I'm like, what a new world did I just hear? Yeah. Yeah, remember people me talking about the fucking two hundred thousand search or uh, computer programmers that uh, Google hired? That's it. Well, I mean that's part of it, but uh, not that they hired the UN as an ad. Because a lot of the Google things at the beginning are all ads, like you know, first four or five that I see are ads. It's called AdWords or or sponsored. Yep. Yep. That's uh, people in your local or in your area, usually, who are paying for those ads to go up. They they pay Google for that. I'm like, okay, yeah. I don't scroll on any of those, not ever. I never go with the first one on Google. Yeah. Well, you know now, uh, and what the so that's AdWords, and then you have something called SEOs, um, which is the organic search results, and that's what the computer program i mean that's where the real control comes in the adwords are nothing it's just ad revenue it's it's money coming into google uh and they have probably millions of people that use it uh that's not the only way that google makes money but uh certainly a massive one especially with some of the oh man see some of the fucking uh campaigns that they got going on and the amount of money some people pay for that shit it's unfucking real but the real power that Google has is in the SEO, the organic search results. Um, and that's what those 20,000 people are because look at Alex Jones. You know, I mean, yeah, can I find him by typing in InfoWars? Sure. But it's just like any other bit of information that that they want you to know or don't. If, you, if they don't want you to know, they're going to bury it in the search results. Again, Google does not control the whole of the Internet. They might be able to control some websites or whatever it may be but when it comes to the search results they can bury shit they have what's called negative keywords that are extremely powerful um and i would in the algorithms that they came up with uh it's it's impressive um and that's what those two hundred thousand um computer pro i mean just imagine two hundred fucking thousand plus computer programmers Yeesh, that's a lot of minds. I find going from, you know, eventually you got to search for something, but I like to get it in a way where I can find everything I need from there. Like a place that has a web page that has links and things like that already in it. So I don't have to go looking for those stories. I can just be like, okay, here's this story and this is where that story came from. Go to that one. Let's see where that one came from. 
and see where else in their stories and where those kind of links take you. And then you don't have to search for things so yeah. much. That was kind of like the rabbit hole. Yeah, I hear you on that. But yeah, but, that's ridiculous. Yeah, so, I mean, well, it's, it's like I said, none of this shit's happening on accident. This is all on purpose. All of it. Yeah, and, they've uh, given the internet and those people too much control over everything. Yeah. It's, it's beyond ridiculous. And it's that thing where, oh, no, it's a corporation or this is not a, even a real thing. So we can't apply the Constitution to it. Well, yeah. But, I mean, what they tend to, you know, miss out on is is how much of, like, what we just saw, what we were just talking about, how much the government actually uh, involves itself within those things, especially something like a platform um, like Twitter, where it's treated as both a publisher um, and also what's the other thing? Publisher and a platform. Um, it gets the benefit benefits of both. It can kick off whoever they want and it's it doesn't get censored by um, what was that bill? Act 230 or something like that. Or 310 or whatever the fuck it was. Um, that gave it that power so that the government couldn't it couldn't be punished for the same things that a distributor um, like a newspaper would uh, get punished for by the content that it had, you know, um, but it could it could, you know, do whatever it wanted to to the people who used it or whatever it may be. Yeah, and that should be like an adult like you and me. We can be like see that and be like, oh, well, <laughs> that's sketchy. That's pretty shady. Yeah, um, but I was listening to a guy, this doctor. I was looking more into this Tavi stock, and he started talking about brainwashing, and one of the final stages where they got you, you have become. They get you to a fetus again, so that you know, like you're a baby with them. And I'm seeing people now. That are like babies. These people have been brainwashed to believe, like, really? What do I want? Like, this Tavi stock, supposedly, they're, um, I want to go check this out. It's like probably going to be the next thing I look at is their logo. But it's supposedly like these three owls and holding up a sheep in the middle. <laughs> I'm like, okay. are you what? Is that real? Because I've looked but, into Tabby Stock and I've gone to their page, but I guess I missed their logo. I'm going to have to go eyeball that. And I'm like, really? But this is like, so it's, uh, I can't remember. It was a doctor from 2015. I was trying to go back a little bit further. Um, but, oh, shit. Sorry. Keep going. If you. But yeah, I was like, because uh, I was talking to one of my last podcasts about <clears throat> telling somebody no we are not on the same page we are not even in the same book okay yeah <laughs> might not even be in the same library i'm like and the book i'm talking about is god and jesus i don't know what book you got going on i have no idea what you got funny thing is they don't either you know i'm like do you even i'm like i should be able to fly they got a book of feelings you know how screwed up the whole uh, thing is. It's pretty fucking bad, man. 
Yeah, I'm like looking for physics and, <laughs> and chemistries to change with these people now at any time. Yeah. Up up will be down. Black will be white. Prophecy, that's for sure. Um, coming to fulfillment. But um, back to this guy. Uh, engaged in demeaning and harsh treatment of employees. That was funny. So this is the same guy, this uh, Robert Server. Still want to see what you have to say about Phoenix, this. So, yeah. yeah, Phoenix guy. Um, so there's three accusations here. Use the word nigger when retelling the statements of others. Made many sex-related comments in the workplace. Commented, which this goes under that, commented on the appearance of, a, of female employees. Um, engaged in demeaning and harsh treatment of employees. So he was mean. So he said some stuff that women took as inappropriate. Remember, I'm giving this guy a little bit just because I know how the how the fucking mainstream media is. Now, given he's a rich person, he owns a fucking basketball team. But is he dumb enough to fucking just do that? I don't know. You know what? I won't take a dog in the fight. Whatever. Let's. I'll. I'll just back up and say that this is what they're doing, because it's still the principle of all of this that I have a problem with. Now, I guess he only owns thirty-five percent stake in the team, which is about six hundred thirty million. That's of the. Phoenix Suns, the NBA fined him $10 million and suspended him for one year. I had, so uh, I had a, a boss that I worked for that sounded like this guy personified or this, these descriptors personified in the fucking most stupid piece of shit boss that I've ever had. This guy had said some pretty fucking racist, racist shit. And I had, I had uh, audio recorded him one day because I was sick and tired of the job, wanted to get out of it. Um, there was two things. Uh, he, I truly believe he, he wanted to shoot it. Like these kids broke into his, his store. I get him being pissed off and having a gun for that, but Sometimes you get the gut feeling that you understand that somebody is actually just waiting for the opportunity to kill someone. That was this. He's that much of a psychopath. Narcissistic, sociopathic. I believe that if he could, if you would have caught up to these kids before they booked out, he would have shot them. For sure, with the intention of killing. It was what he had said after that I caught on recording. These were black kids. And he had said some pretty racist shit. And I caught not only him, but also his wife saying some shit about it. She was kind of part owner and all that. And um, what I was going to do was give it to uh, the NCAA, or NAA, NCAA, the NAACP. And at that time, shit, I don't think Black, I, Black Lives Matter wasn't a thing at that point. It was, my intention was, I'm going to give this recording to the NAACP, and I'm going to let them hear it. I'm going to tell them who the business was, and then I'm out because I was already I was already out. He was he did this. This is the type of shit he did. He fired me. And it wasn't until after I lost my shit on him for firing me that he, he was like, well, I was going to offer I was firing you to offer you this other job. That's the type of shit this guy did. Right. He mm. wanted to see how I reacted. I reacted by telling him to go fuck himself and that he was a joke. <laughs> I went, 
hard. I went so fucking hard <laughs> on this guy. I, I think I don't think he was ready for how fucking pissed off I'd get for him fucking firing me. Um, because I he wanted to he wanted to put me in this other position. Oh, that was funny. When he told me that I was like, I don't want your fucking job. Shove it up your fucking ass. <laughs> but um oh shit, where was I going with all that? Uh, the he was oh, the yeah, yeah. personified. So, uh, yeah, so Robert. I gave, and this is what was funny about the NAACP. They didn't give a shit. They didn't care. It was, I don't know why. I guess it was they didn't. It's not something that they could uh, push. Maybe they had a an understanding within the NAACP that they were going to be going with the Black Lives Matter thing, but they didn't give a fuck. Not they should have just now, like gave it to some. You know, no offense to anybody, but my worst fear is go give it to a big old black girl who carries a purse. Yeah. Give it to her. And well, <laughs> so, well, but this was the thing, right? This The reason that I did it that way is because that would have been, I think, an ethically sound way of having somebody deal with their own consequences. Could it have possibly had ruined his store? Sure. Sure could have. Couldn't happen to a nicer person either. You know what I mean? He, I mean, he was a fucking, he, and he was a ruthless piece of shit. Um, so I didn't give a fuck, especially being that I just got fired and I had already had this recording and I was like, mm. but do I think that the government should have been able to come in and take it from him? No, no, I don't. For being a racist, he was a racist. I mean, that was what I got him on, right? Um, he was racist. Do I think that the government should be able to come in and take our take somebody's shit because they, they don't like what they think? No, absolutely not. I think that is that's terrible. So in the same sense, I know the government didn't come in and do this, but for these two men, they had their their companies, their businesses, their teams taken away from them because of some language that some people don't like, that other people use all the fucking time and nobody bats an eye at because of their skin color. Well, are you ready for my opinion? Yes. If he'd had been uh, tried and convicted for any of that, you know, if that just hearsay, these people saying it, and, you know, whether they are trustworthy or not, did it, they all go through some kind of vetting process, but, Oh, like a like a um, casting couch? No, no. Did oh. like the people who said he did this stuff? Did they were they proven? Is it all oh, yeah, true? Yeah. Did you know they just get their vagina hurt because he uses different words than they do? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but I mean, even then, it's. Okay, let's say we believe. Well, he don't that... have to sell it. I've, I've seen some of it, you know, but they're like losing all their sponsors. Yeah, well, see, and that's the other thing is that all what I think all you have to do for somebody in this situation, what it should much rather be, is an organic loss for this person. Like, put that out in the ether. Yeah, he says racist remarks. He he treats his employees badly. Blah 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 blah. Now, okay, now players don't want to come play for him, which is the biggest thing, right? You need players to have a team. 
players don't want to come pay, play for him. All right, so now he doesn't have players. Now he doesn't have fans. Now he's going to move out. Now it's saying, okay, he's going to sell this, right? Yeah. That's the organic way of dealing with it. Yeah, I'm, yeah But to right be there. for the NBA to come in to fine him $10 million and suspend him for one year. This is the Phoenix guy where you had Robert Sterling for the LA Clippers get banned from the NBA. Given, it's not the government that's doing this. But it is the bureaucratic-like agency of the the NBA that is forcing this upon you, you know. I don't see it as a private industry or a private business at that point. I think I think there's something far and more nefarious and certainly far far more wrong about that uh, arguably where he, both of these men could have and should have probably uh attempted to sue these companies well i'm not see, defending on, for, uh, i know that basket you know the players have things and you know clauses in their contract about how they act out in public and what gets out in the press so this guy might have just went off the rails and they were like look dude <laughs> yeah you can't have yeah, all that point. i don't know i don't know what kind of contract a dude had but basketball yeah, players point. you know but like you can't act that way whether you did it or not the public opinion counts yeah yeah that's a good point too i guess i didn't thoroughly think of that point either but yeah, but, like you said, you know, the fans don't have to show up. Uh, yeah. The uh, people don't have to work for him. There's another thing. I also don't like NDAs, non non disclosure agreements. Uh, I think that's fucking unconstitutional that you would ever, that somebody would ever sign those and that a, a court would ever take that into consideration for anything. I think that those are terrible. Um, yeah, I don't like them. Well, uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. That's uh, well, that uh, I don't, that a I don't like secrets. Is my point. Like, I don't mind if like a company gets to bring up an NDA all they want. To I don't know where they could fire them. Um, but for a court to uphold it is the problem. Like, it shouldn't be a legally bound thing. You want to have that in writing, I guess, to see if a, a boss might fire you, or, or I don't know. Uh, obviously, the NDA would be after that you got fired, but. Yeah, for a court system to uphold that is horseshit. Absolute yeah, horseshit just, goes against the First Amendment. Yeah, that. Uh, I, I'm yeah, I'm with you. I don't like the whole idea, but I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. Whistleblowers really get a bad rap. They get the brunt in and stick more times than not. Um, Snowden. Oh fuck! There's yeah. people I know. People who just think he is the worst person ever yeah i've heard that too I, and i see a lot of uh conservative talking heads that say that same thing and i'm like i don't know what will please you <laughs> like i don't know how to make you happy you know and, and the number one thing that everybody says to a conspiracy theorist is well if if this was really that bad somebody would say something well, well those are the same people that were cool with uh them putting jews in gas chambers in germany you know they don't want to find out about that stuff right yeah they're happy with whatever they're feeding them on tv 
Um, before we get off, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this quick story. Um, because I got I do ask to get off here in a second. Uh, I was on the fucking Alex Jones show again today. Woohoo! Yeah, called in. Uh, well, it was actually uh, Harrison Smith. Uh, it was Infowars, but um, kind of planted the seed. Uh, I talked to the the screener was cool. That whole group they got over there, Infowars is just the nicest group of people. They truly are. They're really the screener is just the all the screeners I've had so far have just been phenomenal. Harrison Smith's great. I got out so much of it, but it was like right at the timing. Couldn't plug the book, dude. I set up. I was like, man, Infowars has to start an entertainment uh, wing uh, for books, television, and, and films. Um, you know, I, I was like uh, the uh, the entertainment industry has, you know, captured the minds of all these people that follow along and do this, that, and the other. And this is what you need to do. And got on, you know, he was agreeing with it. The fucking screener agreed with it. Everybody was happy. And then all of a sudden it was commercial. And I was like, right before I was like, hey, I have the answer to you, you know, or to this or whatever. Click, son of a bitch. <laughs> but I started the seed. So I'm going to keep uh, Harrison. I can get into pretty easy. I've gotten on to Alex. I've talked to Alex before, but uh, I'm going to keep at it. They're going to fucking know my name. I'll be like, uh, Alex, did anybody tell you how pretty you are today? <laughs> Alex, you like, I did start off. Um, if anybody wants to go back, I think it was at like the two, two hour mark when he started taking in calls. There was one guy that had some fucking awesome shit uh, that he was talking about the, um, the World Trade Center, uh, the Remembrance site or whatever. Um, that was pretty fucking cool. Uh, a shout out. I want to give a shout out to this guy named Supreme Being on Gab. Um, talked with him earlier today. He fucking, he shared my, uh, um, my post about all of this and then also, uh, suggested I tag in, uh, InfoWars store. Um, said he was going to listen to the podcast. So if you're listening, man, it was good meeting you today. I'll continue to chat it up with you. Hell, Bentley Meadows was one of my first listeners here too. So now he's doing podcasts with me. But uh, yeah, he was uh, he was pretty. Hello. Did you hear any of what I just said? <laughs> no. no, you did. You didn't, did you, motherfucker? <sighs> Well, I'll see if it maybe, maybe it took, but I'll say it again. A guy I met, I gotta say it in the least gay way I can. I met <laughs> um, Supreme Being. I want to give a shout out to Supreme Being. He's on Gab. Uh, he shared a post of mine today and uh, we chatted it up. He said he was going to listen to the podcast and all my other stuff. So thank you, Supreme Being. Not that it's God. Obviously, Supreme Being, get it. Um, but he's a cool dude. He lives up here in, in Michigan with me. We had some, uh, we talked about some cool stuff. So just want to give him a shout out. Man, I can't believe I did that again. Every time you go out of the app, no, you know, my, my mic goes muted, I guess. And at least you can't hear me. 
Right. So, but yeah, just want to give him a shout out. I also pointed out that you were one of my first listeners and now you're podcasting with me. Yeah. So that's pretty dope. And I've even talked to a couple of people into doing it. Yeah, man. You know, hey, once once people listen to me and realize, holy shit, if this guy can do it, I can do it. <laughs> yeah, they go. Uh, <laughs> I always remember you uh, wanting to murder teenage boys in the park. Oh, yeah. Fucking kids, dude. <laughs> that that sounded so fucking creepy. <laughs> How do you explain that? Well, I was just trying to be cute. Yeah. Short. <laughs> pithy. Oh, shit, man. Um, or, you know, beat the hell out of some kids. That's you know, I still, I still have not ran into them ever since then. I mean, maybe they saw me and I didn't get to see them, but have not fucking they saw. Probably in juvie. Probably little assholes. Uh, little wannabe badasses. Coro <laughs> deed. Man, yeah, yeah. That one I wanted to fucking just choke slam into the earth. And then I would have been in jail. That would have been fun. I, nobody would have, I would have, maybe I would have been out by now. Well, you gotta be careful. One True. of my friends in uh, about two miles from me, across the street from her, some uh, young uh, black youths were hanging out in this guy's backyard, <clears throat> and he came out and was like, "Hey, this is my yard," and they beat his ass. Ooh. and they Ooh. finally called the police. See why you gotta have guns on you? Yeah, but you know, it knows not in their defense really, but I was like, well, you know, I've seen them all hang out out front, but yeah, I can see where they would think that that house was empty too, because you never seen a dude. I knew him, I knew he was in there, and but it's still got like boards up over windows. I mean, if you look at it from the outside, you don't think there's anybody on the inside. Gotcha. So they were just like hanging out. They were hanging they out really... in his backyard and <clears throat> did, probably didn't know it. He was probably pissed off. It probably yeah, well. started off on the wrong wrong foot course. You know, you got to take the guy, the owner's side, I guess, in that. But still, there's kids, you know. Yeah, they, she said they were, you know, probably 13, 15 year olds. And some of them, because I go over there, she's from back home, my buddy. And uh, some in that neighborhood, and I knew the kids she was talking about. I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, that one, that one, that one. She's like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, okay. But I'm okay. Well, they're not allowed to do that. Right. You can't act True. that way. Well, it makes you, you know, but I've never interacted with the dude in that house. Interesting. I know, it was like parents bought it for him and put him in there and. His, his mom's the one that came over and got the cops and the plot thickens. Anyway, <clears throat> anyway, you want to play your stuff? Food? Happens. Yeah. Nuclear yeah, knucklehead. Dude. That's me. Nuclear knucklehead at yahoo.com on the fringe radio network.com. Fringe radio network.com. One day, dude. One day we're going to have an episode that I'm going to, it's going to be nice and clean. And you can put it on there. 
Well, see, if you do that, we can go live. Yeah. I think I'd be good live. I didn't cuss on InfoWars today. So, because I know how those guys are. You know, although it is the, the funniest person I've ever heard cuss is Alex Jones, dude. Hands down. He, he says cuss words the funniest. <laughs> oh, man. When I heard him call Hillary Clinton a fucking bitch, dude, it was the fucking funniest shit. I love how Alex Jones cusses. Some oh, people could shit. just say fuck the right way. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's Alex. <laughs> Oh shit! It's so funny to hear him cuss, man. Uh, I'd love to. I'd love to hang out with him and just get it. See him get a little sauced up. <laughs> just oh fuck! I could listen to that man talk for hours. Obviously, I have. So, I have way back yeah. when I put a lot of time in with Alex. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's fun. Uh, you know, I was listening to something, and uh, who was it? Damn it. And then I read it where he, Alex Jones, had only talked about Sandy Hook. Do you know how many minutes he actually on air on InfoWars himself, if this is true, but, it, you know, I heard it from reliable sources. Yeah, who, Robert Barnes? I think he, what, 12 minutes? Is it even that well, much? Is it like eight? It was like, I heard it was 23 minutes. Oh. But even that. That is like total. Yeah, it's total is in like all all together of like all together. I mean, you can talk about something within he... a minute. Yeah. yeah. And the way that Alex does a lot, like especially when he's covering a whole bunch of different news, uh, especially with how his segments are set up so that he can go to breaks and shit. He's only talking about something for, you know, four to maybe four to five minutes, you know. Um, so that's I think it's believable. And, and I know that the mainstream media is really hyping it up to be far, far bigger than it ever was. Um, I think it was the uh, Our Big Dumb Mouth podcast. Yeah. OBDM. Yeah. He's probably spent more time talking about the case now than he ever did talking about um, Sandy Hook back in the day. Because I went back looking for it, and I couldn't find it on YouTube anyway, and him talking about Sandy Hook. Yeah, you'd have to go to probably, probably BitChute. BitChute will have a lot of that. Oh, man, I remember fucking getting on to, oh, like faces of death type shit on, on BitChute. I was like, holy hell. Yep, this is it. <laughs> this is this is where you can go to find some shit, man. Holy hell. But anywho. Uh, or begin... look up Naked Yoga on uh, YouTube center you can you can get a hold of me at me tv 1105 at gmail.com that's me tv 1105 at gmail.com today by the way is october 3rd oh shit i'm gonna have to do a a, a halloween month episode next time um what uh, else piper. find me on any oh yeah the pied piper i just saw somebody say something about the pied piper today uh check out that episode of mine for anybody that's new to listening to me for sure that was a fun one i want to think uh, that that is where i found you yeah the pipe looking into uh yeah 
Yeah, because that also talked about Tartaria, um, which is a fucking crazy rabbit hole to go down. I wonder if that goes into the Hollow Earth idea. Anywho, um, go to my website, theweaponbook.com. That is theweaponbook.com. Man, so close. So close. Chapter 11 and 12 are about to be published. Um, What else? Oh, you can find me on any social networking platform with the exception of Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. So, all of that being said, Bentley, thank you for joining me, as always. You're welcome. Um, Stay safe down there, buddy. And uh, we will do this again soon. Until next time, be accountable, be responsible. Don't be a bitch-ass liberal. Bye, buddy. Peace.